three verses when you have it, you be kind by saying amen. 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 It says in the year that King Isaiah died, I saw the Lord sitting upon a throne high and lifted up. And the train of his robe filled the temple. Above him stood the seraphim, each had six wings. With two he covered his face, and with two he covered his feet, and with two he flew. One called to another and said, Holy, holy, holy is the Lord of hosts. The whole earth is full of his glory. But it's verse one, in the year that King Isaiah died. Another version would say, there I also saw the Lord. He was, y'all talk to me, he was high and lifted up. And his train filled the temple. <laughs> Look at somebody and say, neighbor, oh neighbor, with your prayers, your participation, and God's power, our pastor is going to talk about a new vision after a necessary death. You might be seated. A new vision after a necessary death in the year that King Isaiah died. There I also, I saw the Lord upon the throne. He was high and lifted up. And his train filled the temple. Because, <laughs> Broadway, let me say this as I go into this. There are times that some people can be in the way. Have you ever been somewhere and some people? We're in the way. Have you ever been in a watching a movie and a big headed person was in the way? Come on, y'all can be real. Have you ever been at a sporting event and you paid a lot of money for that ticket, but somebody was in the way? But you paid for your ticket. And you made up in your mind, even though they in my way. I ain't leaving because I'm going to get my money's worth. Can I get a witness? Have you ever dealt with some people that was just in the way? Taking up space. Not bringing nothing to you. Just want to drain you without bringing something to you. Some people are just in the way. But just because people are in the way doesn't mean they should stop how you worship. I'm going to go, I'm going to get right where I need to be because a lot of times we dictate worship based on who's around us instead of focusing on who's above us. See, when we come to the house of God, I don't really worry about what others say around me. 
Because if you worry too much about what other people think, you're not going to have real church. See, a lot of times people put too much focus on those who are around them instead of focusing on the one that's been good to them. I wish I had a witness. I'm getting there. Y'all gonna help me walk this just for a minute. Because too often, we mess up because we allow people to distract us from church. And more than that, forget church, we allow people to distract us from worship. Because too often, when you are in worship, your focus should be God and not anybody else. But too often, sometimes we come to the house of God and allow everything else to distract us to where we really ain't felt God. And the question today is, are, did, when you came to Broadway, did you come for church? Did you come to worship him? Did you come to be seen? Did you come to complain? Did you come to talk about some stuff you shouldn't talk about? What did you come to church for? Because when God has been good to you, I thought I would get a little more happier than that. It, it, when God has been good to you, and I can look around and say, God's been good to everybody in here, has he not? Has God been really good to you? Has God been good to y'all over here? Has God been good to y'all right here? Has God been good to you? When God has been good to me, when I show up to the house of God, it's about giving him glory. Because I know if it wasn't for him, I wouldn't have made it into the house. Can I get a witness here? When you know what God has done for you, you automatically start praising him. When you know how God has been good to you, you automatically start praising him. When you know how God has made ways for you, you automatically start praising him. When you know how God has showed up for you, you automatically start praising him. Because I didn't come here to worry about what somebody else is doing, because I'm too focused on lifting up the name of Jesus, because that's the only name that really matters. That's the only name where healing is. That's the only name that I really came to be focused on. It's about Jesus and Jesus alone. So let me ask again, who you come to see? I don't know about you, but I came to see Jesus. I'm going to try this again. I thought y'all get a little more happy about Jesus. I came to see Jesus. I'm going to try it one more time. I came to see Jesus. Did you come to see Jesus? Has God made any type of impact in your life? Has God wiped tears away from you? Has God woke you up this morning? Didn't God give you another day when you messed up yesterday? Didn't the Lord put food on your table when you really didn't deserve food? Didn't God keep a roof over your head while somebody else is living on the street? Didn't God make a way out of no way for you? Didn't God open up doors for you? Didn't God let you breathe? Isn't God letting you see? Isn't God allowing you to taste? Isn't God allowing you to smell? Aren't you glad that God let you get to the house of God? You do know it rained this morning. You could have slid and you could have been all across the road. But God, by his grace, protected you. Is there anybody here that can say, I came to praise the Lord because the Lord 
said, the Lord is marvelous. The Lord is splendid. The Lord is superlative. The Lord is beautiful. The Lord is high. The Lord is great. The Lord is gracious. The Lord is wonderful. The Lord is powerful. And I came to lift him up. I'm going to feel good in just a minute. I came to lift him up. Well, y'all say amen. Amen. We're going to get done with this what? We're going to get done with this quick. Amen. King Josiah was reigning for 52 years. From 792 B.C. to 740 B.C. But he died in 736 B.C. But before he died, he was bedridden with leprosy. But you got to understand, King Josiah became pompous, he became arrogant. He started burning incense in God's house. So now, King Isaiah has died. But Isaiah said, in the year he died, I saw the Lord. But can I tell you, it's amazing what happens when God moves some people out the way. See, the reason some folk can't praise God is because somebody in here is your Isaiah. I'm going to try this one more time. There's a reason some of y'all can't say nothing. It's because you too focused on what somebody else going to say. See, when you focus all your attention on somebody else, that's really your Isaiah. But you ought to be so big in your faith that you say, I don't care what you got to say because if you're not God. You ain't been there for me like God's been there. You ain't open doors for me like God has. You ain't been good to me like God has. As long as God is on the throne, he's the one I'm praising. And if you got a problem with that, that's your business. But you can't tell me and dictate how I'm going to shout and praise God. Because if you haven't lived my life, you can't have no commendation and no monopoly. Is there anybody here that can say, I know I'm alive, but every day in my life ain't been a sweet day. Every day in my life ain't been an easy day. But because God is on the throne, I came to worship him. Because the text in verse 3 says, the whole earth is full of his glory. And I'm going to just say that, that God's glory is the main glory. If God ain't the center of your life, you better make sure you change it. Because God is the reason why all of us are here right now. It ain't about you. It's about the Lord. But it was in the end. King Uzziah died. I told you Uzziah was burning incense in the temple. But now Elijah, journey with me to the temple. There's these seraphims who were angelic creatures, who were fiery angelic creatures. These seraphims, they flew around the temple. Can you see them flying around the temple? Here's Isaiah at church. But the thing about being at church is Isaiah had to die so Isaiah could have real worship. Because see, sometimes God got to take people away from you so you really know how to live. See, that the reason some folk can't really live is because they too dependent on people more than God. So then God got to take some people away from you so you really know how to live. 
thought y'all be a little more happy than that. Is anybody here that came here with some flaws? Is anybody here saying, I'm glad God let me show up to the house of God? I got some flaws. I'm unclean. I'm undone. But God's grace and God's mercy is bigger than my flaws. And because God is real, I just want some of his glory. Because God is real, I just came to testify that God is real, that God is good. And every to somebody's house and they're giving a family dinner. All of us got one family member like this. All of us got one family member that always try to take over everything. You know, we, we all got some folk, right? They can't sit still. They can't be quiet. They always got to comment on something. They always got to say something. They always got to say, well, if I was cooking it this way, well, if you cooked that great, they would have asked you to cook. But then they always got something to say about somebody else, how you raising your kids, how your house looking, how your carpet looking, how your car looking. Some people you can't even invite to your house because they always got something to say because they always trying to take over. Is anybody got some folk like that that's always trying to take over, that's always I'm going somewhere. Y'all got a few minutes. Y'all didn't answer me. Y'all got a few minutes. Because there's some people always trying to take over. Then when they take over, you say, you know what? You do. Then when you let them do, they don't know what they're doing. They don't know what they're doing. And then, you know, you got some folk trying to outdo people. Then they try to outdo somebody. They think they're going to be the best thing today. Then they get mad when don't nobody want to taste their food. Y'all sure are quiet now. I'm going somewhere with this if you just let me get there. They ain't trying to take over. You want to be in charge. Here you go. That's, that's why some people that want to be in charge can't do nothing. Because if you let them be in charge, they'll make everything fail. They want to be in charge. But they can't. 
Because it'll fail. How you gonna tell other people what to do when you try to do it and every time you do something it fails? But in this text, I told you two people can't sit on the throne. So when you come to church, if you didn't come for people to see Jesus in you, why you show up? Can I put it this way? Can you put it this way? Because y'all getting quiet. Y'all, see, y'all was doing good. Now you're getting quiet now. But it's cool. It's cool. We're going to get through this. Now we're going to be a little late to get this chilly. I told y'all to say amen. Amen. I didn't come to see the people. I didn't come. And they sounded good. I didn't come to see the choir. And when you came here, you didn't come to see me. Am I right about it? Matter of fact, I didn't come to see me. I want to know, is the Lord in the house? I'm going to try this one more time. I didn't come to see you. You didn't come to see me. I didn't come to see the carpet. I didn't come to see the choir. All I came is to see the Lord. And if the Lord's in the house, then I know I'm in the house. But you can probably be careful of being around people who don't want you to see but they just want you to see them. It ain't about you. It's about Jesus. Jesus is the one that saved me from my sin, not you. Jesus is the one that gave me another day. Jesus is the one that's speaking. Anybody can say, I came to see Jesus. But Isaiah's got to die for me to see the Lord. Which I wonder, where was Isaiah's focus before Isaiah, before Uzziah died? The Bible says, Isaiah, I mean, the, the, uh, Isaiah had 52 years of reign. <laughs> Be careful how you deal with people who've been in a position too long. Because, you know, if you, if you remove some folk from their position, all hell going to break loose. Because, see, some people put more power in their position than the Christ that made the position. But last I checked, Jesus never made a position. He just called his servants and disciples. The only position we have as Christians is servants and disciples. But the minute you call somebody president and go to their head. Got a little quiet there too, huh? That's all right. Because the Bible lets us know Isaiah died. But I'm wondering, Isaiah, how is it that you see all of this now after he dies? But I told you, Isaiah was doing all kind of things to put the glory on him and not God. And Broadway, whatever you do, every day you wake up, it's about God's glory. Thought y'all getting more happy. It's about God's glory. It's about God's glory. When you wake up in the morning, you ought to tell God, thank you 
for letting me see another day. Because do you not realize how many people wish they could have woke up this morning? All you got to do is look at Israel and Gaza. People dying left and right. But you woke up this morning as the old saying, saying, clothed and in your I know some about the old church. Clothed and in your right mind. It's about his glory. But the problem is we got a Zionist all around. But I got a question for you. Who is your Isaiah? Sometimes your Isaiah is your wife. You got a bed for me to sleep in tonight. <laughs> Could be your husband. Could be your child. Could be your money. Could be your car. Could be the pastor. I don't know who your Isaiah is. But sometimes God got to take what you put more attention on so that he can get all the attention. Listen, if God blesses you with blessings, be glad about that. But don't allow what your don't allow your blessings to take you from your Savior. I'm trying this one more time. If God has blessed you with blessings, which He has, you ought to be thankful for that. But whatever you do, don't allow your blessings to become your God instead of focusing on the one that gave you your blessings. None of us got what we got without the Lord, and none of us deserve what we have without the Lord. If God wasn't good, you wouldn't have had. But who's your Uzziah? Who have you put more attention on? Who do you talk to more than God? Who? Oh, I ain't trying to go there. But I'm there now. Who's the Uzziah in your life that you care more about their opinion than God? Care more about what they say than what the word says. Who is your Uzziah? Because all of us got an Uzziah, you know. You can be in here all brash and bold if you want to. You got an Uzziah. But I want to tell you, you'll never see God clearly until Uzziah dies. Did you see in the text? They had real church once Uzziah died. Oh, Lord. Have you ever noticed sometimes the church can't move forward till God moves some people out the way? Some people didn't say amen on that. They shouted all this whole time about who they Uzziah was till I said God got to move some people from the church so the church can have real church. Because see, when some people show up to church, some people show up to church with the purpose of trying to stop everybody else from worshiping. Some people show up to church just for the reason to cause some problems. But look at the text. God.
God lived while Uzziah died. But you know what the problem is? Even in society, people make Uzziahs out of politicians. There's this dude, I ain't gonna call him president, there's this dude that's trying to run again. Somebody saying on. <laughs> He's running for president again. But you know, some people have made him a, a Uzziah. And you can tell by how they talk, how they think. And it ain't just those who don't know the Lord, it's those who do know the Lord that have made him into an Uzziah. Because how can you? Say you love God, but are okay with hate crimes. How can you say you love God, but you're okay with seeing people not being able to eat? How are you all say you love God, but you but you are okay seeing more black lives being lost because of HIV, because of AIDS, because of not adequate health care? Uzziah got to die. In our communities, more we see kids die because of crack. Uzziah got to die. In our communities, we see more people die because of gun violence. Uzziah got to die. Because we'll never see God until Uzziah dies. Because there's an Uzziah blocking us from really getting closer to God. Aren't you tired of seeing our communities in the shape that it's in? I'm trying to say one more time. Aren't you tired of seeing our communities in the shape that they are in? Aren't you tired of so many unnecessary funerals, so many unnecessary killings, and aren't you just tired of just seeing what's going on? And Uzziah got to die. We talked about Sunday school. Let me bring it here. Probably the youth of today. It's a good number in here. I'm glad. Because you, you better watch who you make us on. Sometimes our kids make their classmates use on. Let me tell you, don't you ever think you're so grown to challenge a teacher? Uh huh. I'm seeing it's more and more kids now. They bold. They'll fight a teacher. They'll cuss a teacher. They'll jump on a teacher. Back in the day, we had respect for adults. But Isaiah got in the picture. And Isaiah is the one that said, can't nobody tell me what to do. Isaiah is the one that said, they ain't my mama. They can't tell me what to do. Isaiah is the one that basically says, you going to take that. You going to do that. But then they go home. I need to get here too. They go home. 
And Isaiah's in the house. Because instead of parents being parents, they want to just give them anything. We want to give our kids so much, but they ain't earned it. How you going to give your kid $300 pair of shoes and they can't even vacuum their own room? How you going to give your kids all the stuff that they can't do no chores? I don't care if that kid, if your child has an attitude, you better put them in their place. You're the adult. They are the child. And you better let them know what's going to go on in this house. And if they can't let them, and you don't let them know, guess what? When they get out of the real world, they're going to struggle. And then they ain't going to be able to have any peace. And kids, let me tell you today, I don't care what anybody tell you. Let me just tell you this right now. And all y'all better get this right now. Just everybody ain't going to be there to bail you out when you get yourself in trouble. You better think before you do some stuff. And you better watch how you talk to your parents. You remember that old saying, don't bite off the hand that feeds you. I hope all y'all kids looking at me and listening real good. You better watch how you talk. And, and, and let me just say this as well. Since I'm married with, with this Uzziah, I told y'all about y'all's classmate. If your classmate cuss all the time, who told you that you can cuss like them? Uh-huh. See, I've seen some of y'all at football games. That's why I got to say what I got to say. The way you was raised at home is the way you need to act when you get out again when you are at school. But parents, you better stop. Let your kids have everything. And then you got the nerve to try to discipline. You can't discipline what you didn't already start with. Talking about they didn't obey. What you mean? Don't they live at your house? They better obey the rules of the house. If they can't obey the rules of the house. <laughs> but Uzziah, I didn't, I didn't mean to get nobody in trouble, but Uzziah got to die. It's in our homes. It's in our churches. It's in our communities. It's in our politics. Everywhere Uzziah is. Yes, yes. Amen. But I don't worry about Uzziah. Because when you get to the temple and you see this glory in the temple, something in you starts moving. When you start seeing all of God's grace and splendor, something in you starts getting happy. Is anybody that can say, I'm just happy for what God has done for me? 
I see her at church today. I see baby Essence here at church today. It's good to see her. Ayanna, you ought to thank God that he let you have a healthy delivery. There's some mothers that didn't have a healthy delivery. And let me say this. There's some mamas that can't get pregnant. But God bless you with a love, with a love. You ought to give God glory. But not just her. It's everybody in here. I don't, you ought to thank God for what God has given you. When was the last time you told God thank you? <laughs> I'm just saying, when the last time you had real church? They had real church once Isaiah got out the way. But Deacon Larry, I wondered when I was looking at this, when I, when I put this sermon together, I wondered something. Wifey, I wondered something. I wondered about these seraphims. Look at verse 2 of the text. They're flying around. They're angelic creatures. They're all around the temple. Brother Diggins, I said they're all around the temple. But you know what's great about the seraphims is they just show God can use anybody to get some glory out of them. I wish I had a witness. I said God can use anybody to get some glory out of God can use a seraphim. God can use a bird. God can use a hawk. God can use an eagle. God can use a goose. God can use a deer. God can use a duck. God can use, he can use anything to get some glory. Because everything in life is full of his glory. When you look at strawberries, that's God's glory. When you look at fruit, that's God's glory. When you look at cars, that's God's glory. When you look at airplanes, that's God's glory. When you look at mountains, that's God's glory. When you look at valleys, that's God's glory. When you look at roads, that's God. everything is God's glory. But if everything is God's glory, it's definitely us because God made us special. God made us unique to praise him. We are God's glory. But I just got to ask the question. As I get ready to back on out of here, I got to ask the question today. Are you ready to give God some glory? You know, we shout a lot of places. A person will shout at a baseball game. Some parents will shout at their kids. A wife will shout at a husband. Husband will shout at a wife. We shout a lot of places. But you know, there's no type of shout like shouting to God. Because when you think about worship, worship is like water. It hydrates the soul. Worship is like light. It shines so beautiful. Worship is like the stars. It's always glowing with the splendor and the majestic work of God at hand. Worship is like driving down the street. When you got the right passengers with you, you can have a smooth ride. When you got goodness and mercy, you can have a smooth ride. Worship is like a clear day. Can't 
can't nobody mess with you because you know that God is the chief meteorologist. Worship is like beautiful flowers that bloom in a garden. When you see beautiful flowers bloom in a garden and they and they build up a beautiful aroma, worship is like a garden that nobody can pluck the flower out of God's garden. Worship is so sweet. Worship is sweet like a honeycomb. Worship is to, is to us like honey is to a bee. Worship is to us like lemon juice is to a lemon. Worship is to us like orange juice is to an orange. It's just something about a worship that is so sweet that can't nobody steal your worship. It's so high that can't nobody get to the ladder. It's so low that can't nobody get beneath it. It stretches from side to side that it stretches me that can't nobody take it away from it. Worship is like a coat. It'll just cover you so that when you feel some cold days or when you feel some warm days, you got your covering and you start just worshiping. Worship is like a good sound system. It just gets louder and louder every time you think about God's goodness. Worship is so real. Is there anybody here that say, I came this morning just to have some worship. And guess what? Even when I leave church, I'm still going to have some worship because worship is like an astronaut. All you got when you start flying in the space, when an astronaut flies in the space, they see the planets. They see everything. Worship is like that because having the Lord shows you so much to where you can say, I know God is real because I seen the Lord do some marvelous things. I seen the Lord work a miracle in my Is there anybody here that can say, I'm a miracle because God has made some miracles in my life. That's why I came to church today because I'm a living testimony about the good things that God has done. Is anybody that say, I came to Jesus just as I was. I was weird, worn, and sad. But I found in him a resting place. And he has made me glad. So when I come to the house of God, I come on purpose. And my purpose is to praise his holy name. Because you see in the text, they said holy. Holy, holy is the Lord of hosts. And you know, Broadway, when you get to the house of God, don't ever forget about what God has done for you. Is there anybody here that can say holy? Holy, holy is the Lord of hosts. Because I told you, when you come to worship, worship is so beautiful that nobody can paint a picture like the Lord. Because you know sometimes when you paint a picture, sometimes you mess up and you get a little paint here and get a little paint there, but you know how to make a good old picture. Can I get a witness here? Is there anybody here that can say God has taken some mess in my life and that has made a pretty picture? And here I am this morning in the house of God just to testify
complicated. Won't he give you hope and sorrow? Won't he walk with you through your tears? Won't he walk with you through your trials? Won't he walk with you through your trouble? Won't he walk with you through your heartbreak? Won't he walk with you through your heartache? Won't he walk with you through your mistakes? Is there anybody over there that's going? Is there anybody over here that's going? If you know. 
Where my worship so bad? 